Hello, this is Caroline Scott-Thomas reporting for Food Navigator USA and I'm at the Research Chefs Association conference in San Antonio, Texas where I'm joined by Asma Ahad who's Director of Halal Market Development at IFANCA or the Islamic Food and Nutrition Council of America. Now you've been talking about how food companies might want to differentiate their products for halal consumers and some Americans might think that there's not a huge market for that kind of product here in the United States. Can you Tell me what you'd say to somebody who, who says that. Well, if you think $20 billion is a small market, then it, I guess it's a small market. But basically, back in 2010, Ogilvy Mather estimated that the halal consumer has spends about $20 billion annually on food. Okay, and it's uh, an affluent um, demographic as well, isn't it? Yes, there's been some research around um, researching what the American Muslim um, average American Muslim looks like and what they found is that the American Muslim consumers are higher than average educated several most of them have college degrees um, and one of five households are have either MD or PhD in them in addition to that the average Muslim woman is probably second only to the Jewish uh, woman when it comes to education it's a highly educated demographic and this lends itself to a dual income household and therefore higher than average household income in North America okay so there is a market opportunity there then um, what about um, this you were talking as well earlier today about the globalization of um, the food supply chain in general um, what does that mean for um, companies wanting to appeal to halal consumers what that basically means is that maybe 10 years ago, if you had a product and you wanted to make it halal compliant, it was, it was difficult, it was challenging, because it would be difficult for you to source ingredients that met halal standards. But recently, several ingredient companies, such as Fermanage, Danisco, have taken uh, the proactive step of getting halal certified on several of their ingredients. And so when you go to develop a product it's not for, and you want to make it halal compliant, it's not foreign for a lot of your ingredient suppliers to know, um, to have a product that's, uh, to have ingredients that are halal certified or to know how to go about get halal certification. And would you suggest that perhaps it's not a question of why you should get halal certification, but maybe why you shouldn't get halal certification? Definitely. We've had uh, several people walk up to us today. Even even um, we had Custom Culinary and Kanto uh, uh, speak today about how getting halal certification on their products has enabled them to enter different markets than they ever thought of. Like They never thought that the hospitals and prisons and the military would be very excited about bringing them on board because they're halal compliant, because they want the military and hospitals and, and other organizations want to make sure that they serve every customer. Okay, lots of food for thought there. Thanks very much for joining me today. This is Caroline Scott-Thomas for Food Navigator USA.